Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Glenn Hubbard. For more about this podcast and other resources, visit our website at www.riverinthehills.com. have the notes or if you want to get them by QR code. I don't know why I'm looking up there. I guess you can, there's a little paper in front of you or they're on uh, maybe the website, things like that. I do want to say today is a special day of um, Rachel, well, Paul and Rachel Penner. Could you stand up? And Michelle and Keith North, could you stand up too, Michelle and Keith? Now this... Micah, can you stand up for a second? Look at this shirt Micah's wearing. Can you turn around and model the shirt Revivalist Family? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? They got married in New Jersey. They're going to Canada, back to Canada where Paul is from. And they drove 1,500 miles to come back and be with us. Who does that? And Michelle and Keith flew here. They drove 1,500 miles. Lots of Slurpees, and thank you all so much. We, Lord, we just let's just uh, somebody gra- gra- get around them. Father, we just bless Paul and Rachel Penner. Thank you, Lord. May they be uh, pens in your hand, Lord. May their tongues be the pens of a ready writer. Lord, would you release over them? Release over Michelle and Keith. Lord, just golden years of enjoyment of life with one another, and as their children grow, continue to grow to be uh, your vessels of glory in this hour, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Woo! Um, Also, I had uh, some words of knowledge during uh, worship that uh, I felt like the Lord was speaking... um, he wants to heal damaged nerves, damaged nerves, and uh, potentially someone in with an ear thing. I'm not a doctor again, so, and I'm not playing one in church either. But I know that there there could be like a, there was like a firecracker or some loud noise that's damaged ears, um, or if there's a PTSD if someone's been in combat or in anything like that. Um, or if there's, um, yeah, anything with damaged nerves. If, if anyone's got the, needs healing of that, you know what I'm, if you say that's me. So this is me stepping out there saying I'm going to obey and give this word. Anybody have, need healing? Okay, we have one here, 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 okay. Um, yes, so let's just open your hands. Father, we thank you. Jesus, you, you have the hairs of our head numbered, and you know all about us. This, just because you put this on my heart doesn't mean you're not doing all kinds of things. So, Lord, just as you drop keys in the, from the ceiling of healing and grace for physical healing, would, you, um, would everyone across this room and on WebStream, would they reach out and by faith, like it's already been said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Lord, I believe, but help my own belief. Lord, we thank you now. We receive the loaf of bread that's called the healing is the children's bread. And you said, pray this way. Give us this day our daily bread. So I thank you for a fresh, hot loaf 
of bread of healing for today. You're the great repairer of damaged nerves, frayed nerves, even in the soul. Someone says, uh, I have frayed nerves. Lord, would you heal in the emotions? Frayed nerves. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, how many of you have seen these billboards along the highway? Uh, They're not really around here, but they're like from God. It's like a black, very plain billboard. And there's a little saying as if God is like white letters. It's like typewriter, you know, but it's a message from God. It's like, this is me talking to you specifically. Could you put one of those up? Like, I like that one. Anybody seen billboards like this? Okay. So one nation under me, some, some others that, that I like are, it's a small world. I know I made it. (laughs) Signed God. Then uh, I like this one. Well, you did ask for a sign. <laughs> and, they, and we laugh, but, you know, people are like, huh. You know, they're breaking in. You're driving, you know, 70 miles an hour. In Paul's case, 85 miles an hour. Right? In Canada, I don't know. But, but then the last one, that I, the one I'm going to land on today is the title of the message today, We Need to Talk. Now, I believe that that, wherever that is, that has brought conviction to people driving by it, to stop and turn to God and pray. But I want to go a little deeper than that today. And Roman number one, I want to say this, the way we dwell with the Lord is primarily by dialoguing with him. And you think about that, the way we the Bible, Psalm 91, verse 1 says, he who dwells in the secret place of the, of the Most High. How do we do that? We don't, we don't get in a car and, and go over to God's house and hang out on the couch and dwell with him. How do we dwell with the Lord? It's by dialoguing with him, by having conversation with him. However you want to say it, paragraph A there, the way we fellowship with him is by dialoguing. You can say it a lot of different ways, but the way we get to know God, how many of you want to get to know God more? Well, a primary way is by speaking words to him. Lots of ways you can say it. The way we commune with God, the way we connect with God, the way we draw close to him, draw near to him, the way we walk in the spirit. Bible says to walk in the spirit. How do you do that? You don't go around with your eyes rolled back, I'm walking in the Spirit. <laughs> don't, don't try that with a police officer who pulls you over, right? Um, why were you speeding? Why did you run off the road? Uh, you know, you're not, that's not how you walk in the Spirit. You walk in the Spirit by staying connected and speaking words to the Lord. You speak the Word of God to the Lord. And you, I like to say it this way. They say this at International House of Prayer. I like to whisper little phrases to God throughout the day. Just throughout the day, I'll be like, I love you, Jesus. Or thank you for such and such. Or Holy Spirit, would you help me with so and so? He loves it 
He loves the sound of your voice. I'm not a, a scientist, but your voice has an imprint, unique. They've got safes in big banks where they're vo vo voice activated, and only your voice can open that vault. Wow. God's got a vault for you that Jesus bled and died for. And when you speak, there's an opening of that vault. Speaking the word like that. The way we walk in love, these are all biblical ways that we're called to do. The way we walk in love, walk in truth, walk in the light, walk by faith, is by, guess what, dialoguing with him. That's how we do it in a primary way. Having conversation with God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit who dwells inside you if you're a Christian. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So having conversation with the persons of the Godhead is amazingly important for us. In fact, I'll just, by the way, it, the three persons of the Godhead, they're okay uh, if you talk to another person of the Godhead and not them. <laughs> All right? It's like, I love you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit's not over there going, what about me? You know, the Father is not like, yeah. You know, you just, you just address whichever person of the Godhead you want, and they, they're all listening, and they all love it. And, you know, it don't have to be theologically, well, if the Bible says this is for all Father, no. I woke up uh, Saturday morning with, sometimes I will turn on my little cube and hook in my phone with the International House of Prayer, and I was looking at some archives. I like to listen to the, the prayer room in Kansas City, and, and I was looking at the scrolling through, and at 2 in the morning like six hours before or four hours before, at two in the morning, there's this girl singing named Mercy. First name Mercy, last name Perhe, I think. And I'm like, you know, if someone named Mercy is singing in the prayer room at two in the morning, I, I kind of want to hear what they're singing. <laughs> I was fascinating. So I listened, I turned it on, and I had just been typing about this importance of having conversation with God that night before I went to bed. So I turn it on, and Mercy is singing this. You are as close as conversation. Wow. You are so close to me. You are as near as turned attention. You are so near to me. I am so in love with you. I'm so in love with you, Jesus. And when I heard that, not only was I excited because I thought, well, that's confirmation about today, but I also thought I could sense in her voice, it was almost like the more she was having this conversation and singing to the Lord, the deeper her love for Jesus was, was becoming. So I believe that was a, a word for us to encourage us. Now, Roman numeral two, I want to share the story of how God put this message on my heart. First of all, because it's a cool story. Okay, I like cool stories. But more importantly, because I believe it's going to really hit home to us how important this is on God's heart that we 
talk to him. It was back in 2013, uh, the summer, around this time, um, eight years ago, I was on a mission trip to Africa and then to Israel, and I found myself each morning prompted to say to, to wake up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Now, I knew that was a book title by Benny Hinn, but I'd never read the book, but I was like, okay. So I said, good morning, Holy Spirit. By myself, you know, hotel room, Johannesburg or Mound, Botswana, and then, then in outside Jerusalem. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And it was like, ooh. It was like almost immediately I was like, like springboarded into a really meaningful prayer time. I thought, this is pretty cool. So I did it again the next day. The next day, about for five days, I woke up saying, good morning, Holy Spirit. On the fifth day, I was scheduled to meet with a pastor and his wife in Bethlehem, Israel, which is about six miles away from Jerusalem. And so I was going to have lunch with them. I had never met them before, but they pastor a church in Bethlehem called House of Bread Church. Uh, it's two blocks away from the church of the nativity. And I was like, it, it, I was late to lunch because I was going to eat lunch at their house because the, you know, you're driving around with a rent car trying to figure it all out. So I get there around 1.30 or 2. And um, remember, I just, I'd said, good morning, Holy Spirit that morning. And I get in there and they hadn't eaten anything. They were waiting on me. There was falafel and hummus and fresh pita coming out and big bowl of like like a Middle Eastern rice aroni with chicken. It was just delicious. <laughs> so we're sitting there eating, getting to know each other and uh, random, like I, we weren't talking about anything other than kind of just getting to know each other. And I was probably talking about how good the food was. This is, this is, the, this is Pastor Issa. And Diana Alzogby, Pastor Issa and Diana, they're the pastors, that's their family and others in their ministry. So I'm, I'm enjoying this. Oh, this is so good. And uh, remember, I just said, good morning, Holy Spirit, for five days. So we're just eating, and Pastor Issa, he looks at me, and he goes, slams the kitchen table, slams his fist uh, hand on the kitchen table, he goes, I have book for you. And I've had people say, I have a book for you, Pastor Glenn, but it wasn't like this. It's like, I have a book for you. And I'm like, okay. He gets up and leaves. And I'm thinking, okay, he's going right now to get, to get me the book. Goes into another room. He comes back and hands me this book. And this is the book he hands me. Good morning, Holy Spirit. <laughs> By Benny Hinn, obviously. You can see that. So I'm just like, no way. I say that because that then, let's fast forward. That was 2013, eight years later to three and a half weeks ago. In this prayer room, I like to put beanbag chair bags over here, my pillows, I call them. So I'm lying on my back. There's a live Lake Travis prayer room worship set going on. Micah's leading and uh, a, a, another worship leader named Carrie Shabbat is, was leading, and Kyle was leading. They were singing. They were singing about the Trinity and how much 
the Father, Son, Holy Spirit were interacting with each other and how there was, they were inviting us into the conversation. So I'm on the pillows going, oh, yes. And I remembered back to 2013, Pastor Isa and Diana and that Good Morning Holy Spirit book. And I'm just like, whoa. And I felt like the Lord put it, put it in my heart to, to, to preach this message about to this body about having conversation. That we're invited into this divine Trinitarian conversation and so I'm on the pillows going, oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for Pastor Issa and Diana. And I started wondering how they were doing and prayed blessing on them because they're, they're basically in the West Bank. They're kind of walled off. They can't go into Israel, six, into Jerusalem. So how are they doing? Lord, bless them, bless them. Yeah. I'm here. Then I, then I kind of moved on. This was around 1230 on that Wednesday, June 2nd. And so about four, four or five minutes, I'm praying for them, thinking about this. And I was expecting a phone call. I kind of sit over here where Louise is. I kind of have my stuff over there, and I, I go up. About 20 minutes later, there's Louise. Hi. <laughs> and so I go check my phone because I was expecting a call, and it says, missed call. And I look at the, my phone. I unlock my phone. And here's what my phone said. Now, i got to stop right there. This is a direct call from Bethlehem, Israel. They, that was 2013. Pastor Isa and his wife Diana have only called me like two or three times in eight years. But I'm on Okay, so I don't know if this is working or if it dies out on you or what. But that was the day. It was right at the moment. I don't have their phone number up there, so you don't call them. <laughs> at the very moment, I'm saying, Pastor E, I'm saying it out loud. And Pastor Diana, as the moment I'm saying it, they're calling my phone in this prayer room three and a half weeks ago. Wow. And they left a voice message. So, Sloan, can you? This is what they're saying. I'm down there saying, Pastor Issa and Diana, bless them. And so go ahead. Hi, Pastor Jim. This is Diana calling you from Bethlehem. Hope you are doing well. We remember you and we are praying for you. God bless you and have a nice day. If you can, you can call us at this number. Bye-bye. Wow. Hi, Pastor Jim. This is oh, Diana. Hi, Diana. I mean, I've listened to it a bunch, but that, that two things that that tells me. First of all, we have got a divine connection, our congregation, with House of Bread Church in Bethlehem, Israel. We've got that divine connection. Let's clap a little louder for that. That's God. Woo. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Pastor Isa and Diana, they're Arab. They're surrounded by Muslims. And they love the Jewish people. They love Israel because their lineage, the, the Rechabites, not Rahab, but R-A-C-H-A-B, Rechabites were friends with King David. And so they have this very special love for Israel, even though they're surrounded in Bethlehem by the Palestinian Authority and, and Arabs. So they're spirit-filled Arab Christians. And so we have a connection with them. I tell the elders this at an elders meeting a few weeks ago. 
And I said, man, I think God's really connecting us with that congregation. And I said, guys, what? I think we should give them an offering. And they said, okay. And I said, just pray about it. No, no decision right now. They, within seconds, Gary's back there at the door. Todd's over here. They were in the meeting. Where's Todd? Is he? <laughs> within seconds, they both, they, Todd, Gary or Todd said, I have a number. And Gary said, I have a number. And they both had the same number to give. And way big, $5,000. River in the Hills gave them a check. The House of Bread Church. Praise God. Wow. I love telling stories. The second reason I tell that story is God is inviting us to engage in regular conversation with Him. He wants us to speak more words to Him from the Bible and just in little whispering little phrases to Him. He wants us to engage. He's inviting us to engage in this divine Trinitarian conversation. I heard that people pay lots of money to get have a lunch with Warren Buffett. You know who he is? Berkshire Hathaway, billionaire. They pay a lot of money, and I Googled because I didn't know if my numbers were right. Someone off has, has paid $4.6 million to sit down with Warren Buffett and have conversation with him for a lunch. Now, Micah only charges $1 million, I think, right? <laughs> Is that right? Lunch, lunch works. Lunch works. Just <laughs> lunch. <laughs> but think about it. $4.6 million to have a conversation with a man, and we, by the blood of Jesus, we can have conversation with the man who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, who, I mean, come on. So, yeah, Hosea 14, 1 and 2, because I have scripture for what I'm saying here, is, um, O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Verse 2, take words with you when you return to the Lord. When we come to God... We are to bring words with us. You're not crazy for talking out loud to God. You're wise. It is wisdom in this hour. How do we stay connected when there's so many other things, like we sang, trying to say, I'm better. I'm better than God. We stay by saying, You're better than any of that. You say it as just little phrases. It doesn't have to be a scripture. Just he loves the conversation. Paragraph C, one reason I believe we don't dialogue with God more is because I think we think it's, that's way too simple. That's so simple we overlook having dialogue with God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We think, or at least I'll talk for me, I think it's got to be more complicated than that. Because, you know, when I think of the Lord, and I think a lot of you are with me, when I think of him, I think you are so huge, so vast. You are so infinitely brilliant. I've got to do X, Y, Z or accomplish X, Y, Z in order to dwell with you. He's like, no, I want you to do this simple thing. Talk to me. 
and use more words. I've been convicted. I, one of the first verses I memorized, I'll get to it in a little bit, was about talking to God and back 45 years ago. And I, I've been convicted as I've looked at this to open my mouth more. And it really works. It really works. You know, think about it for a second. We get to engage with the most awesome being who offers us power and authority and love and destiny. We get to engage with him, and yet he's saying, I want you to do this simple thing. Dialogue with me. Roman numeral three. You know, it's really kind of a blow to our ego when we think about that. It's got to be more complicated. You say, nope, I just want you to do that. Roman numeral three in your notes, I actually messed up. It's actually, it says Roman numeral two again. So it's Roman numeral three. Um, think about God's battle strategy for Joshua. God's battle strategy for Joshua. Uh, Joshua 1 verse 8. Don't, don't put Joshua 1 8 yet, up yet, thanks. God's battle strategy was so simple, so extremely simple that I think Joshua was probably taken aback by it. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he. You know, here's Joshua. He's Joshua is the military general. He's got his troops. He's been in the wilderness with his army, getting ready. They know they're going to take the promised land at some point. So he's got his boot camp. He's got all his. He's got his swords and his spears and his his special forces. You know, that they're all been trained up. And, you know, I, I, when I was in Israel, I think with Suzanne back in 2011, I picked up this shirt at um, one of the markets in Jerusalem. And I, I wear it to the gym or wore it to the gym sometimes. It's kind of old. But for the purposes of this, to help you remember, I'm going to go ahead and put it on. Yeah. Because... Yeah. <laughs> because... When I wore it to the gym, people would come up to me, Jewish people, and they'd say, you know that's the Special Forces logo. And I'm like, really? So I was like, yeah. And I'd say, actually, I'm, I am in prayer for Israel. I'm like a watchman on the wall. So I'm, I'm there, you know, so Joshua's got the Special Forces, sword spears, expert marksman with the, with the bow and arrow. He's got... Um, He's got them all aerobically trained, you know, they can do 200 push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, you know, all in 10 minutes or so. And so God's telling Joshua, God stops Joshua before they go in. Here he is, the military general about to lead the army of Israel to take the promised land. So he's ready. God says, Joshua, I want to talk to you. I got something to say to you. I'm going to give you the strategy for victory. So you can picture Joshua's really, he's listening. He's like, yes, Lord. He gets his notepad out, his pen, and he's like, okay, Lord, give it to me. Give me your strategy. And uh, so he's got, you know, probably one, two, three, four. God says, here's what I want you to do, Joshua. I want you to meditate in my word day and night, and you will win the war. And he's like, okay, good, got it. Number two, and God's like, no, that's it. Got it. Just, I want you to meditate in my word. And God, Joshua's probably like, what? 
Joshua 1.8, the passage most of us, many of us know, says this book, God speaking to Joshua, he says, this book of the law will not, shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. Meditate is the Hebrew word for mutter or to speak words. You shall speak words day and night from my word, and then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. Wow. Wow. Here's what I want you to do. He says, I want you to meditate in my word, and when you do that, you'll prosper. But Lord, I'm a military general. I got special forces. I'm going to take this off now. This is risky, but yeah, all right. Did the hair survive? I'm not sure. But. Vanity. But think about this. Like, but you, Joshua was probably confused, maybe argued with, but Lord, I've done all this work. Lord, just, just speak words to me. Speak my word, and then all the other things you need, I'll bring to you. It's kind of like if today America had its back against the wall and was about to go to war, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff are meeting in Washington, D.C., and, and, uh, and a prophet of the Lord walks in to the situation room, like Bob Jones, he's gone to be with the Lord, but, but like, uh, yeah, you can put the Joint Chiefs up there too, so they're all meeting, and it's like Bob Jones comes in and he goes... All right, listen here, you generals in America. That's a horrible impression, but. I have the word of the Lord for you. Before you go to battle, the Lord says, speak words to him, and you will win. And they look at him. That's right, the Lord says, just speak words to him, and he will give you the victory. You know what would happen. And I'll be honest, that's a little bit of what goes on in me with a message like this. I think that's why God's confirmed it so much for me to say it to us, because a lot of our Christianity is all silent and within and all that. I'm asking the Lord to give us insight into how important this is that we meditate the Word of God and just engage in conversation. Why this is so important. Paragraph C, under Roman numeral three, basically speaking words to God keeps you connected to him, to his heart. And when you're connected to God, everything else you need to be victorious will come to you. Faith, wisdom, gifts of the spirit, courage, strength, creativity, patience, love. It all comes, it's like, Speaking words opens the door for God to release his grace. Roman numeral four. In closing, three ways that we can speak words to God that will bring us success. I only have time for one today because I want to give us time to to do this. Worship team, if you could start coming up. We're going to take some time to... In worship, it's kind of like in a 
lab in school, you know, you'd have the, the lecture and then the lab. So we're not just spectators today. We're going to uh, open our mouths. But I've asked the worship team to play loud enough to where you don't feel self-conscious, <laughs> but not too loud to where you run out either. But three things, three things, practical things that we can speak to stay connected to God's heart in a vibrant way. The Lord put this phrase in my heart this week, just, just praying about this. Connection. Connection brings protection. Connection brings fortification. And connection brings exhilaration. Where our, our hearts are strengthened, fortif- there's a fortification the strength of the Lord. There's exhilaration where the fire of God's love energizes us to love God more and love our neighbor more as ourself. But I only have time for the first one. The other two we can look at. The scriptures are in your notes. But this is really key. Please don't tune out because I'm going to give it because this is so crucial for the hour we live in. Speaking words to God protects us from the giants in the land. Joshua and the Israelites were facing giants in the land, literal giants. And I believe we today in America and around the world are facing spiritual giants that want to trip us up and want to defeat us. It will protect us from the giants in the land. There are five main giants that I see, and they're all in Scripture. That I've got the notations there. I won't have time to look at it. But to help you remember, then they did part of this at IHOP in Kansas City, but I love how they said it. I added another D. It's fold, F-O-L-D, D. Five negative pressures that are mounting in our world that are like giants. Five negative emotions that many of us are battling with. Maybe not all five at once, but different ones that are negative pressures or negative emotions. F-O-L-D-D. Fear, fear of man, fear of death. Offense, becoming offended. Jesus warned against these. Fear, offense, lust, despair, and deception. These five, in the last year, two years, they have just continued to escalate. And I call them snare. Jesus said that snare is coming on the whole earth. These are five snares, and a snare would trap a small animal. Okay? That's what hunters do. An animal gets stuck in a snare. So I don't believe that all five are coming to everyone in the earth, but different ones are going to battle different snares, different giants, where someone may battle fear, Someone else may battle lust more. Someone may battle despair, but not offense. But they're all real. 
and we need protection from all of them. What's the antidote? What's the remedy? Speaking words out of our mouth to the Lord. Staying connected. And, and I'm just going to do this last one because I put some in your notes. Uh, it's very practical. When you meditate, think about this. When I think, oh, meditate, that's a big church word. It basically means, among other things, turning the Word of God into conversation with Him. Meditate, turn the Word into conversation. And three practical things that you can do, and I challenge you to take virtually any scripture that you love. 2 Timothy 1.7 is a scripture that I love. It says, for, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind or self-control. You can turn that verse into conversation and then you defeat the, the giant of fear. And you turn it into conversation by basically three main in, entryways. Thank you that this is true. I declare this is true. Or help me to believe and walk in the truth of this word. Thank you that I have not been given a spirit of fear. Thank you that I've been given a spirit of power and of love and of self-control. That's the, that's the thank you one. I declare, a little more bold, I declare, I do, God, you didn't give me a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. So you say, thank you for this, or I declare this, or Lord, kind of like what Suzanne shared, Lord, I believe, but help me. Help me to believe that I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Pick any passage, Psalm 23, it works. The Lord's Prayer, it works. It's about anything. Holy Spirit, within us and you dwell corporately and even now I trust you to highlight the different F-O-L-D-D the different ones that are like giants in people's lives and so Lord we take this time as a corporate body, would you stand up if you would to your feet? Just take, our, take this time before the Lord. As the worship team leads us, you can take a verse or you can just say phrases like, I love you for this or thank you for this or Holy Spirit, help me with this. Show me about this situation. But just says we need to talk. So Lord, thank you for the invitation to engage with you. You are as close as conversation. You are so close to me. So just for a, a minute or two, we're going to just sing and just talk out. Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon. To download the notes and slides for this message, visit our website, riverinthehills.com. 
If you would like to partner with us in moving God's heart and changing the world, please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend.